0: Hello everyone, let's move, let's groove, let's Party Pods. Welcome to Party Pods School Season 2, a podcast for parents, teachers and children. Each one of us is blessed with the self-navigating magical compass of consciousness. Our essence and identity is not just ourselves, but also the connections we have, the relationships we are in, and the roles we perform being a part of a community, be it husband-wife, parent-child, friends, relatives, and even professional relationships. Can we use this magical compass of consciousness to live a life of happiness, fulfillment, and success? Are we investing enough in our relationship bank accounts? Are we withdrawing too little, depositing too much? or depositing too little and withdrawing too much? Do we have frozen accounts or do we have mutual benefits from these relationship accounts? Do relationships play a role in adding to the speed, providing support to your life or do they resist the speed causing blocks and hurdles? To answer all these questions and many more, we we have with us today at Pod School, Dr. Rita Shah. Welcome, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you, Neena. I'm so happy to be with all of you here. Thank you, ma'am. Dr. Rita Shah is founder and director of Crest Education, director at Chemaru Entertainment, PhD in finance, IIT Mumbai, visiting lecturer in. I, at, I am Indoor, C-A-L-L-B, TEDx Speaker at International Keynote Speaker. She's a growth coach transforming lives of thousands of people and she comes across to be a person full of warmth, wisdom and wit. I'm so glad to have you here at this podcast, Rita Ma'am. Thank you very, very much, Nina. It's my pleasure too. Let me begin by asking you a very simple question. When we talk about India, gender roles are defined. For example, the woman of the house will take care of the children, their homework, their behavior, habits, the house chores, responsibilities of other members. These roles have made it tough for women to succeed. What are the secrets of your happy success? Uh, Thank you so much for asking this question. Uh, I think you know, uh, we always hear this story saying that uh, behind every successful man, there is a lady. Uh, in my case, it's exactly the opposite. Uh, behind a successful lady, I always say there is a person and that person is another male in the family who supports you. Wow. Hmm. Throughout my childhood, it was my dad and uh, post marriage, it has been my husband who's been a Pillar of strength, and uh, the way I grew up—I uh, mean, I'll give all credits to my dad. Uh, the way I grew up, in my head, I was uh, not a lady, not a boy, nothing. I—I I, I didn't have the gender bias at all. He—he he grew me up as as an individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a child, I didn't have any differentiation. Be- me being a lady, I, I used to roam around till late night, and I was, you can say, tomboy in those days. You know, this is almost, I can say, 40. 40- I'm 53. Uh, mm-hmm. This was 45 years plus. I remember my childhood. I used to be roaming around and uh, being Bindas, as you may call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I grew, Uh, Society made it, you know, important for me uh, to be a homemaker and I thought that I'm going to be a homemaker because that was the only possibility at that point of time. Even if you are educated, you better be a homemaker, take care because I come from a uh, kachi middle class family. But then I was so lucky to have my father-in-law in in my house at that point of time. And my husband and these two men in our family, in my in-law's family, uh, told me that you've studied so much. I was a chartered accountant all over India, 32nd rank. And they said, why the hell do you want to waste your education sitting at home cooking and all? So my father-in-law got uh, house help who would replace me in doing household chores and my husband supported me later on throughout by doing my daughter's PTM and you know doing certain things like picking up, dropping when I used to be away on my work. He being a doctor, uh, he had an advantage that he had a clinic very close to my house so he was always available for the kids when I was not available. and. I think had it not been for all these men in my uh, life, my my father, my father-in-law who was there for very little time, unfortunately, he expired very early post my marriage and later on my husband, mm-hmm. I think uh, it would have been difficult. But another thing I think I also I'll give little credit to my own self uh, and I want a message to go to all the women because end of the day, it is. You who are going to be making it up for your life. You know, you yes, are. Exactly. Also- yeah, that was a. Was my uh, another question when you were saying this? I was wondering, but everyone is not blessed with the the yeah, support. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like there, yeah. there, were, there were times, Nina, uh, before my marriage, when I was studying, I was in second year of my graduation, and uh, I got a marriage proposal, and everybody in the house said that a very good proposal. We should go ahead, and I stood firm, saying, No, I don't want to get married at this age. I was barely 18 plus and i said no i don't want to get married now i want to complete my education yes my dad supported me full heartedly but had that uh, stand not been there with me i wouldn't have been a chartered accountant today Hmm, right so uh, we are uh, a creator of our own life we are responsible we do get support from people around us and then we are blessed but even when we don't get support it is end of the day our destiny and we got to make it happen Mm -hmm. okay ma'am according to Lisa Nicholas she's a speaker and I love her in her uh, book abundance now she says relationship is a relay of life you're not running alone how you hand off the baton could breathe new life into your relationships so ma'am what are the core essentials of a healthy relationship Uh, For me, uh, core essentials of healthy relationships are trust, you know, you have to have immense trust, uh, whether it's your husband, whether it is your child, whether it is your sibling, parents, whosoever, Uh, love, that is very, very important commitment to that relationship you know there are times where people have uh, difficult uh, uh, situations in their own life and at that time they may throw up at us they may uh, in some way or the other take us for granted and at that point of time uh, instead of you know allowing that relationship to fall apart how do we gather that relationship how are we committed to that relationship and I think it is it is being uh, in touch with humanity of other individual that the other person can also fault the other person is also an individual there can be you know variety of situations in people's lives Mm -hmm. and you know everything uh, you think you know you know everything about your husband about your daughter or about your sibling or about your parents but what is their emotional state maybe you're not aware about it because maybe people are not able to show up 100%. So therefore, allowing people to be what they want to be and giving that space helps relationship to Bloom. If we are trying to be too much controlling or possessive of relationship that you got to be doing this with me or you got to be coming with me or you got to be talking to me, maybe that is the time that person wants to be alone or with her friends or his friends or whatever. The moment you give that space and one most important aspect of growing and nurturing relationship is I feel communication. You know moment we are able to communicate having that freedom to communicate but when we our communication comes from love from mm-hmm. commitment uh, that communication takes a different shape yes and uh, when you were talking about the control control is more similar to having expectations also expecting the other person to you know do certain things or uh, behaving a certain way that uh, pulls you down when you expect too much. Absolutely because what is happening is now you want the other person behave the way you want them to behave which kills their freedom, which kills the space that you need to give to that other person to grow. It's like, you know, uh, taking the tree branch and holding it and saying you have to grow in this direction, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but what if if that tree actually had a possibility of growing in five other branches? Hmm. We are constraining our relationship when we are expecting and I think uh, one of the most uh, um, what i would say you know uh, difficult aspect of relationship uh, why it doesn't grow is this uh, expectation because moment we are expecting the the greed or the need you know comes in moment we are selfless hmm. you know we, we allow the relationship is not give and take you know we can't count that i did four yeah. for you and for for me no it's, it's just i did this because i love you yeah now whatever you do is your choice mm-hmm. it's my choice to do in a relationship what i want to do irrespective of what you do or what world says about anything else that's so beautiful ma'am that's so beautiful so we are into this pandemic like almost it's going to be a year now so has the pandemic brought relationships under the scanner and, you know, made it look extremely beautiful or extremely difficult because, you know, uh, you are there with the other person throughout it pe- uh, husband, wife or in-laws or children, all are there in the same space. So has it brought any change in the relationships? Lots, lots, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I have been coaching people and I've been, you know, uh, conducting online workshops and all and I meet, uh, you know, all uh, different walks of life people come from. And I think one of the beautiful aspects about this pandemic is it it has given us an eye opener, uh, whether for good or bad, but it allowed us to confront what is true you know a lot of people were putting things under carpet yes and it is come up in the open and people have i feel pandemic has brought more value to relationship it has brought more importance to uh, being with your loved ones and also uh, you know a lot of people me included i have loved this last one year pandemic time uh, is I, I think this is my most beautiful year of my life because it gave me an opportunity to be with my loved ones for so long because it is work from home otherwise I have been away for 14 hours 16 hours 18 hours working and sometimes you know I'm traveling a lot every weekend Friday to maybe Monday morning I used to be away from home and Today, when I look back, I feel that, wow, I had such a golden period to be with my loved ones. And plus now, uh, work from home, online has become part of our life, which has uh, maybe, you know, in the long run, it has helped us to take care of being with our people, being with our loved ones. And pandemic has brought some... Uh, difficult times also for some people, I do understand, uh, maybe financial aspect mm-hmm. and other aspect, but I think this was required because this struggle uh, creates the strength for people and the struggle is important. It is like that, you know, um, that struggle is giving you the strength to become someone you would have not even dreamt of becoming. Hmm. So it allowed you to grow it allowed you to find different ways out I know so many of my coaches who are homemakers who had no background of business but they have started their own online business their online classes coaching uh, their, whether it is coaching on uh, cooking classes whether it is coaching on math tuitions, whether it is coaching on you know uh, making some creative like uh, Madhubani art or drawings or singing, lot of it ma'am. but the moment they have seen that there is a new possibility in the world. Yeah, so uh, ma'am you, you are a mother of three beautiful children and uh, yes. <laughs> you you have uh, been posting on Facebook also about your elder daughter, your uh, younger daughter. So, you know, how how to maintain that parent-child relationship, how to make it better? Could you share some insights yes, on sure. that? I, I think, you know, um, uh, again, parent-child relationship requires trust, mm. communication, love. You know, uh, the moment we understand that uh, I have two lovely girl childs and uh, my youngest one is a boy Uh, but when I look at my uh, both the girls, right from their childhood till they grew, my second one is 18 years now. I think one of the thing that has always been there is their freedom to be. Hmm. So, there are times when I hear my daughter talking to a boy or you know going out with her friends and all. There has been a check on them in the sense that, you know, I've been careful that they are taken care of. They are not going at late hours or at least being safe enough. But it is just from from the safety perspective and never from the mistrust perspective. Hmm. And open communication about, uh, about who they should be choosing their life partner or even when they choose their life partner like my elder one when she chose her life partner she came and spoke to me and I was aware about what's happening in her life because we became more of a friend uh, than mother daughter moment she had become uh, maybe somewhere around 14-15 years age. Hmm. and so is my second daughter, so I think as a parent, we need to understand that once they are a teenager, they are uh, having a say in the household matters too because they, they are independent mind and giving them that freedom to make choices supporting them so that their choices are not going wrong of course but not controlling them not being a dictator parents being a parent who allows them to grow Uh, not too much of control I think uh, one of the basic issue in any relationship like I spoke earlier the same with child and parent relationship is the parent expects too many things and lot of it comes from control yes and that's why I think children look for validation from outside world too absolutely yeah. absolutely see once a child is a teenager yeah. and i want to convey this to all the parents if love is in short at home hmm. then they are going to seek love from outside because this is the age 12 years and above is when there is so much of need for love yeah. and this is the time they are going to see love and they'll easily get love from an opposite gender uh, in their class, in their school, in their you know vicinity. But that's the time when if there is so much of love from home, then that uh, additional need for love, or you know that scarcity of love to compensate with anybody you uh, yeah. uh, who to love. And that, now, it's, now it's easier for them to get validation in the cyberspace. Like, oh my is, God. Yeah. It's dangerous at times, I feel. Hmm. For child, it is really dangerous and that is the reason why uh, I feel that uh, we must be taking care of things. Yeah. So ma'am, does a parent-child relationship have an effect on the choice of career goals for children? So does it Hmm, affect their career? Absolutely. Absolutely. It affects their career goal. I feel that, you know, uh, I've come across a lot of parents who have insisted on their child becoming someone. And when we discuss it with parents, we realize that, you know, they're all hidden wishes or, you know, what unaccomplished, uh, uh, achieved, uh, unachieved uh, uh, dreams is what they are wanting their child to be. Uh, But maybe what, what if a child is wanting something else to do totally uh, different Mm. that creativity or that uh, what I would say interest in child is not looked at all you know a parent wants child to be either maybe a doctor or a chartered accountant or an engineer and all but if child is not interested and you are going to push him to science Mm. he's going to fail miserably like I very recently uh, had a friend of mine uh, and uh, not a very close friend, but an acquaintance I would say. And uh, two years this child has struggled to give need, and uh, uh, very bad scores of NEAT, which, which gives me an understanding that this child was not even ready for, you know, going for medicine. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow it was forced upon him or unknowingly convinced that this is the best choice without really understanding that a child wants what what does he love to do what kind of career would he find himself or herself to be better at would he like that kind of life having done mba or engineering or ca would he like that kind of work environment hmm. moment we take them 20 years 15 years ahead in life having become what they want to pursue and this is the kind of life then maybe you know they will they will make a decision a little more uh, relevant to their choices Mm-hmm. and to what they really love to do. Are they fully self-expressed in doing what they are doing? Like, I'll I'll give you one small example. My eldest daughter, she's she chose to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And she loves her work to that extent that her passion is to help poor people. And she chose after her MBBS to do MD from a village which is in Chattisgarh. Uh, near Blasphore and she used to look at uh, maybe you know 300-350 patients per day where uh, all the village people come but she used to be self-expressed there. She used to be happy serving those people and taking care of them. So what she was doing and what she is currently also doing in medicine is in line with her life's purpose to serve poor people and give them A better, healthier life. As long as they get the freedom to do so. So then they'll be on their path. Yeah. So if we don't give freedom to do so, Nina, I've come across a lot of people who are in their uh, 35 plus, 45 plus, 40 plus. uh, What they feel is they feel sad that they chose that particular field. And they always repent that I wish I knew this is not what I wanted to do. But in the process, they have lost their most important, they may have been successful monetarily. They may have been, you know, vice presidents, managers, CEOs and all, but they're not happy. And what are we living life for? To earn money or to be happy is a question we need to ask ourselves yeah and ma'am when we talk about relationships somehow I believe that there's no perfect relationships we only we always work towards that relationships and what happens is uh, so how do we resolve issues in uh, relationships uh, I think whenever there are issues in relationship, the best thing to do is give people time breather Yeah, uh, to really uh uh, uh uh, it's all entangled at that moment. So giving some space. Hmm. Another thing is, you know, having a communication. Even if I'm angry with you, I hmm. can come and tell you I'm very angry with you. Coming from a space of blaming you or I can come and tell you I'm angry and hurt, but then I take responsibility because I didn't communicate this before to you, where I'm being responsible. So I think the context is very important in relationship is, do we want really this relationship to really work? Are we committed? Do we have that love? If the context is love and commitment and ownership of the other person in our life, then. You know, we are going to really work to make this relationship uh, uh, grow, and yes. like a plant grows, you know what? What a I love this, uh, uh, you know, trees and nature and all. And I see that nature teaches us so much. Hmm. The plant, what plant is as a seed, and about plant is as a seedling, and what plant is as a tree, is very, very different. So, so is our relationship as it matures. As we meet more often, as we know more about the other person, as we uh, do more to the other person and allow that other person to do more to us, you know, there are going to be some difference of opinions, clashes and so on. The moment we are going to say, you got to be like this mm-hmm. is when the problem comes. When we, uh, when we give up expectations and mm-hmm. we uh, infuse our relationship with love and commitment. Yes. And most importantly, freedom. Yes. Rather, uh, we have been a part of coaching community, and uh, uh, Arfin has, uh, you know, the system yeah. that Arfin has used. And uh, during that time, I had come across uh, one of the lines which I remember. That is, uh, from confrontation, let's move to care confrontation. So absolutely. It's like, <laughs> so it's so. Totally. Um, Useful for every relationship. Like, uh, let's not get into confrontations and think of the other person, like you said, from the other's. uh, Yeah, so I would say, Nina, whenever we have any communication, Mm -hmm. uh, whatever communication we are going to take. Uh, because of the issue in relationship, we got to ask a question to ourselves What is my intention of this communication? And what do I want as an outcome of this communication? So, if my intention of communication is to prove Nina wrong, hmm. I'm going to, you know, come all out with all yeah. my sword and, you know, cut mm-hmm. and justify and invalidate and, you know, anger and frustration. But if my intention of communication is to bring that love and warmth of this relationship as it was before then i won't have those arms and emissions rather i would have love i would have courage i would have acknowledgement for you i will have responsibility in my communication i'll have gratitude i will also have some joy and happiness of past uh, uh, great moments that we have spent together and with all that positive emotions i call it as empowering emotions when i talk you will experience that love but mm-hmm. if i am having a negative emotion then you will experience being invalidated being distanced being you know wronged and we end up proving ourselves right and all i want to say is you know in a relationship don't go to prove yourself right rather own up and allow the other person to say what they want to say because being right will not help you to grow but being in love will help you to grow in that relationship and have a thriving relationship not a dragging relationship Hmm. what is the role of parents and teachers to build a strong relationship with kids Oh, I think uh, teachers have huge role to play and I'm glad I have been a teacher for 27 years <laughs> plus. I, I think it's uh, it's beautiful relationship of teacher and student because, you know, somewhere uh, student sees teacher as uh, uh, another parent, as uh-huh. a role model and uh, there's so much of trust and respect And I think in Indian society, one of the things that we have missed out in relationship is a mutual respect. Even as a parent, we need to respect our children and their choices. And if we are not happy with their choices, because we feel it is wrong choice, uh, then we have to talk to them. But with that respect, when we talk, they will understand. But domination doesn't work. So I think as a teacher and even as a parent, Uh, when we are having that respect mutually with other individuals trust with other individuals they are going to see us and they are going to role model us telling people what to do doesn't work Mm -hmm. doing and showing helps them to do and you know replicate so I think as a parent it is very important it's so I'll tell you I met once a parent Mm -hmm. who complain, and the child was very very uh, small, I think hardly uh, 8-9 years old Mm -hmm. and complaint of the parents was he's too much into uh, uh, what I would say mobile and uh, television and cartoons and all and he doesn't read, he doesn't study, he's not interested in anything but games and mobiles. That's the complaint of almost 90% of the parents. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. And and you know what, Uh, I I, I went on questioning a lot. Like as a coach, we keep questioning uh, to find and dig the answers. And I asked lots about their childhood, uh, the child's childhood and their behavior and all and uh, at that point of time you know parents told me this is very typical it's so uh, so much common and still you know we are close to it or unaware of it as a child when child was one year one and a half year when they wanted to communicate with their friends or in parties and all uh, when the child wanted time they didn't have time because they were busy with their friends and other family members you know they themselves used to give that mobile to the child so that child is engrossed in the mobile and the parents are having that free time. That was one behavior I saw. Another behavior, I'm not going to take all, I'm just giving one or two examples to make you understand what happens is what we do. Another thing is that they want child to study when they themselves are watching television or you know they are into their mobile. They are into their mobile on the Uh, dining table, and they expect child not to be there. Now, the child questioned them, "Why are you onto mobile? Then you are telling me not to use mobile. Why are you onto mobile?" Parents are saying, "But we are doing our business." But it was not business, actually. It was uh, um, there, you know, chit chat, WhatsApp, Facebook, and all. So when I when I talk to child and when I talk to parents, I realize that child is totally confused because he's been told not to do something and parents are exactly doing that yeah and I think as a parent it is our responsibility I'll, I'll tell you something for 26, my daughter is 26 years now for 26 years I do not have television at home wow. at all mm. and all my kids, me and my husband of course included also we all are into Uh, uh, serious reading we we read a lot and my child was 5 year old when he used to read Harry Potter books my god so what happens is they see and they do Mm they listen and do yeah ma'am thank you so much for such wonderful insights and uh, you have shared so much on enriching a relationship so being a focus and uh, focus has to be not on uh, being right but to be in love focus has to be uh, on humanity it's all about giving and uh, you have uh, also talked about giving freedom forgiveness and love and trusting and respecting. Yeah, and trusting and respecting, yes, ma'am. I think those are the most important key ingredients for us to be in great relationship. And I would I would end with one statement, which I said before, I would once again repeat it. Let's have thriving relationship, which is thriving with love, warmth, joy, happiness, versus dragging relationship, which is, you know, has lost its intention and the thread or fabric of trust and uh, respect so let's have thriving relationships let's have a thriving relationship that's great ma'am and let's have it in abundance for a great relationship Absolutely. absolutely thank you for your time and i really cherish this moment with you these insights with you and i really wish that it helps the listeners to enhance and enrich their relationships. Uh, one minute, uh, Nina, And I just want to add one thing. All that we spoke about relationship yeah. with others. Is the same thing that applies to themselves. With their own relationship with themselves. Yeah. They need to trust their own self. They need to love their own self. They need to respect their being. Whether they are male, they are female. Does not matter. Respect your individuality and trust yourself love yourself in abundance and you know you will experience joy because we are the creator of our life absolutely absolutely that's the most important point in any kind of relationship is that you take care of yourself first if you are fine all your relationships will be in place and you they will thrive Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much, (laughs) listeners, for listening to me. Thank you so much, Nina, for giving me this opportunity to talk and share my views. Our pleasure and really thankful to you, ma'am. This is Nina Matthews signing off from Minded Me. Thank you, listeners. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you.